I am Lucas Mack, and I'm on a mission to see the hurting get healed and the healed go out and heal others in order for all of us to experience the true love and light we desire. This podcast is me sharing my journey with you so you don't feel alone in your journey. Welcome to the Golden Rule Revolution. Hello, brothers and sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Golden Rule Revolution. I am Lucas Mack. Okay, so we're in red October. We're in it. The pressure is building and building and building. And um, depending on where you live, it's about to boil over or uh, the temperature is still rising. Where I'm living, um, it's about to boil over. And Things are very intense. And so with that, I'm really excited. I brought on today's guest. She's amazing. I've been on her. um, I was a panelist on one of her episodes on her show and also a guest. And it's Dr. Charnel Wolverton Sihone. And she's powerful. She has an amazing book um, that I can't wait for you to hear about at the end um, named Miracles. And she's... um, She's standing and holding the line for freedom, for truth. And um, we had a great conversation. It was, (laughs) I felt like my energy was super low uh, to begin with. And then uh, it lifts with some inspiring content at the end. But, you know, as I share in the intro of this podcast, this is me sharing my journey with you. So you don't feel alone in your journey. It's, it's simply, um, Simply how it is. So brothers and sisters, thank you. Enjoy Dr. Charnel. She's amazing. And uh, enjoy this episode. Dr. Charnel Wolverton Sihon is amazing and someone who is such a light. And I've been blessed to be on your show twice now. And I'm really excited to have you on mine. So thank you. How are you? I am fabulous. (laughs) That's so funny. Oh my gosh. That's so good. After our, what, 45 uh, hour uh, intense discussion behind the scenes. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Um, we're great, right? We, we're alive. <laughs> we're, so we're, we are, uh, it's such an interesting time, like great, being great or, <sighs> I did this post the other day, it takes courage to love right now. And I guess we're great because we're finding our courage to be great, but it's not great out there right now. It's a, I don't know. It's a bizarre time. It's a very dense, heavy time. Yeah. And um, especially from, in my perspective, these, this month, this last few days already that have started, what are we? Yeah. Today's the seventh, but I guess about maybe two, three days ago, I started really feeling it in my body and kind of had to remind myself to breathe and just kind of take some steps to make sure I'm doing self-care and pay attention to my gates and what I'm engaging in and who I'm engaging with and, you know, just important times, but also really good times. I mean, I, I don't believe that people, I don't believe that we're going to have a shift if 
if it doesn't, you know, get so dark to show everything and to, um, I mean, we're in this, like, to me, it's pressure, yeah, pressure, 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 pressure. And I don't know what's going to happen. I do. I, I think it's going to be big and terrible mm-hmm. and it's going to be worse over the next, um, couple months. You know, they said dark winter. Yeah. Um, yeah. But on the other side of this, we're going to be, it's going to be amazing because we're going to have, we may have to really stand up mm-hmm. and you're going to know who you are. I mean, if everything was perfect all the time and we were just like, oh, this Pollyanna, everything's happy and going on with everything, you know, you don't know who you are until you're faced with the choices that you have, that you get to make, not not have to make, but get to make. And when you are in that position, you find out who you are in the middle of those choices. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're, I believe with these um, current um, new, uh, limitations that are set upon people to, and then the choices for that are not that, um, that people are going to find out like just who they are. You're, you're doing it. I'm doing it. Lots of my friends are doing it. And that's, you know, champions are not born in the ring. They're made there. And the, the true champions are making choices for freedom and liberty and love, yeah. which, you know, love looks like a lot of things. And one of the things that love is, is boundaries and, yes. and keeping sovereignty and having justice and truth and standing up for what's true. That's right. As you know, and right. some people think, well, I'll turn the other cheek and love keeps forgiving. You can forgive, but we still have to stand up. Yes. We don't have to, we get to stand up. Yes. That's right. That speaking of turn the other cheek, when I had David Nino Rodriguez on, we he was we were talking about that term has been bastardized. What that what Christianity teaches is when Jesus said turn the other cheek, um, they they teach that as a let someone hit you on the second cheek. And Anton LaVey, ironically, in the Satanic Bible mocks Christians and said, that's how weak they are for, and he says, for, we say, if someone strikes us on the cheek, that we will strike back so hard that they will never strike another again. That's what the Satanist, that's the Satanist mindset. So it's, he's the satanic Bible is giving a, like a, a response to an inaccurate teaching of that verse. When Jesus said, turn the other cheek, it means do not even acknowledge them as human. This is where we get the prodigal son narrative where they wouldn't even look at the guy because they wouldn't acknowledge that they were human. That's why the Samaritans were the half breed people. They didn't acknowledge them. What Jesus is saying is if someone strikes you, they are no longer to be worthy of being acknowledged. It's not about forgiveness. It's about there. If someone is an aggressor, depart, shake the dust off. What did you tell the disciples? They don't even accept your narrative. Shake the dust off their, your shoes, because the judgment that will befall that house will be greater than anything that you could ever do. This teaching has, these abusers have infiltrated everything. These satanic, narcissistic sociopaths. Think of what that we're teaching children. Turn the other cheek. 
what? <laughs> so anyway, when I hear that, I have to correct it every time because people think turn the other cheek means let them hit you in the other cheek. And the Satanist is like, if you hit me, I'll hit you so hard, you will never be able to strike another again. And then part of us somewhere in our gut maybe is like, yeah. But then we're like, wait, <laughs> you know, it's just all crazy right now. It's all so, so okay. <laughs> we're taught to turn the other cheek, meaning it's fine, keep going. Yes. Satanists would say, don't F with me or like it's over Destroy you. Yes. So what's the real interpretation? Say it to me again. Like, the, like, dip, like leave them. Don't acknowledge them. You, you dis- don't give them any energy. Yeah. Completely just like they're dead to me. Kind of yes. yes. shark tank. You're yep. dead. To me. Can't yep. quit. All right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Um, so on a karmic and I say karmic energy level, we cut ties. Any, anything that we, engaged we amplify because we're in yeah attention goes energy flows so think of the craziness i just had a sweet buddy who i love dearly it's one of the most beautiful souls was the, uh they had someone wrongfully accuse a family member um a person that his mental decision i mean it was thrown out people that it was it was thrown out anyway it has resurfaced and he's like and i was praying for her salvation every single day. And he's such a beautiful soul. And I was praying for, and I, he goes, it was so weird. I was just thinking about her. And then we got this thing and it resurfaced. I'm like, you got to cut the ties. You don't, you don't play, green don't play with snakes. Exactly. You and cut hope. the energy. Yeah. 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 Um, my former, well, I say former he's passed on. So, but he still comes in my dreams and what have you mentor Bob Jones would mm. say you don't play with snakes and hope not to get, you know, rattlesnakes and hope not to get bit. You just, right. and he, he had a thing because, you know, he wasn't living when we had social media and all of that stuff. So it's like ramped up on both sides, good, like light and dark, but email he had, which he barely used and he didn't even have a cell phone, but um, we, he would always encourage us that if someone sent, because the only way people control then would be with an email. Yeah. And the way he would handle a troll would just be, he would just return the email back with no, no contents at all. Like no, just zero. And he just send it back. Like that was his way of That's great. You know, back to you. And yeah. that way to keep himself clear, but I'm watching Yellowstone right now. Is it good? I ever, is it a good show? And that show reminds me of Turn the Other Cheek because they're like the Montana mob. They're like literally savage. And there's one guy, Rip, for a few viewers who are watching this. It's pretty like intense. I, I had no idea what I was getting into. But yeah, someone went to go like kill their family. And instead, they took the two people who attempted to kill them, stripped them naked, tortured them, killed them, hung them on like this line outside the dude who sent these two assassins to kill him. Um, I'm giving away a part. So, so bad spoiler alert. But anyway, um, like, I don't know. I, I, I didn't look too hard, but I want to say like an, a, a nail or something was in their chest wow. with a piece of paper that said return to center. And they're like bloody from head to toe and dead hanging on this pole outside this guy who sent them to kill someone and then like the family sent him back and said return to sender and it reminded me too of that whole just send it back 
Like, too yep. bad. That's definitely not turn the other cheek. That is like, do not right. mess with my family or there will be major ser- serious consequences. So, yes. yes. But yeah, I wouldn't say that's probably like just cutting them off. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, at what level? Because, you know, the, the cabal or whoever, the elite, they're not turning the other cheek. They're not just like, oh, that's cool. You just do you and I'll do me and yeah. Yeah. we'll be fine. And let's just, you know, get along. Right. They're not interested in getting along. They're, they're all the way to the death, literally. Yeah. Which is, um, I think, where we're all going to have to be. And isn't that where I think we will reclaim our sovereignty and reclaim our shack? This we are. I put. I posted this on Instagram the other day. He who wears shackles is a slave. He who calls them golden is a fool. And all these, everyone says, "Oh, golden shackles, or golden handcuffs, golden handcuffs, or I can't leave the money." And like, you're full. Because now you have willingly acknowledged that you grant your sovereignty into the authorityship and power structure of another person who would never, this is what I don't understand. These people, these elites would never, even for a second, contemplate doing what everyone is doing to them. They never would even for a second consider doing it, but yet people just keep it's, it's sad because as a naturopath and as someone who I work with a lot of government officials, and so I get kind of the behind the scenes of the medical and, oh, and the politicians um, situation. I don't know how that happened. You know, you know, she landed on her feet. Yeah, he, her feet. Yeah. yeah, he definitely did. But I'm wondering, like, I didn't even move to make her make him fall off. But um, people are freaking out right now. It's been tense. Because they're they're looking at this calendar. I mean, what is it? The seventh, and uh, they know they have until the end of this month and or the first yeah. before. I mean, the red October, legit. Like, um, it's alarm time. It's down to the wire. Literally, there people are making you know panicky things to try to get exemptions, whether medical or religious and scrambling and i'm getting inundated with both the religious and the medical with my background and i know many people who are um just hoping to you know be out of this but uh a lot of them are being denied and um so what happens then you know people are moving uh, people are just leaving. I was with two ICU nurses last week mm. uh, on a retreat who were completely traumatized mm. by what they're doing. I'm actually going to have one of them on my show because she said basically they are um, given a protocol of what they have to do. And what that requires is, you know, they don't have, they have their patients come in, they are sedated and, then then- and they are, um, paralyzed um, by, you know, medical pharmaceuticals, they're turned on their stomach and then they're vented and they know that when, once they're vented, that's it. So he, she said they they were both PTSD full on um, 
straight up traumatized said, I don't want to kill anyone else. I, I, I just can't kill anyone else. And they know that that's, and she also said that um, one of them has met some of these FEMA nurses because they have, she works at four hospitals and she has her um, scrubs color is blue. And then there's the Na- national guard who have their color. And then the FEMA people are in black. And Jeez, she, of course. Yeah, she said that the FEMA people coming in, um, that she's made friends with some of them. They're getting paid $11,000 a week. Yeah. And she said there, it's literally like they're in prison or FEMA camps because she had offered several times, you know, Hey, you want to go to lunch or dinner tonight? Or you want me to give you a ride back um, to where they're staying, which is a hotel that's been picked. Um, But they're not allowed to be in the car with anyone or do anything outside of what they're supposed to do. They can have their payment revoked. Um, But she said that they they are bused to a hotel that when they get on the bus, there's roll call. They have to be accounted for when they get off the bus and go to the hotel, they have to sign in. And if they're not signed in, there's trouble. Um, they stay over if you sleep, they get up, they do 12 hour shifts, shifts six days a week. When they get up in the morning, they sign out of the hotel. They get on the bus, they do roll call. They go to the hospital. They do their 12 hours of, corporate killing and then um, they're not supposed to interact and the bus is waiting for them when their shift is over and they they just do this six days a week I don't know what they do on their day off I don't know what else um, I don't know how many of these people are okay with this or if they hate it or if they're just doing it for the money I don't I mean who knows I haven't interviewed any of them yeah but I can tell you that even the two nurses that I talked to who had witnessed all of this and are working in four different hospitals and, um, and actually in Texas that they said there's something super off and that, um, they're both leaving. Mm. They're both like when we left last week, they were going home to leave because they're, they had both had religious exemptions for um, the flu shot for all their time, 22 years and 25 years being a nurse. Wow. But now they were denied this, this exemption. And so they're um, they have until I think the first, but they were leaving before because they're just so traumatized of having to do this for some, they said the hospitals are, crazy right now and she said do not go to the hospital for anything for anything because it could turn into anything just by you showing up they could hold you there they can quarantine you they could if you have a fever or anything it could be the end um just even if just for a a regular flu or anything else that it could turn into the end and this is what is nazi this is Nazi. This is Nazi. And early on last year, like March, I think it was March or April, I posted Judy Merkovic's documentary and we just got, I just got a, a hammered by all these 
people just hammered. And they're like, I trust the scientists. I trust doctors. I said, Meng- Joseph Mengele was a doctor. He was a scientist. He's actually the most revered scientist in all of, of Germany. What are you? Wake. But they don't. Because this is a spiritual war. And then, unfortunately, the mind is not where the soul resides. It's a, this, is a, this is a battle of the souls right now, or collection of the souls, the harvesting of souls. I don't know, but it's a spiritual war. And people that don't have spiritual eyes to see, they can't see. So what are you doing to stay above the snake line? I'm curious. Oh, man. Like, just to keep your sanity in this time. Um, <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm like, well, I almost got a fight on Friday. Um, there's that I fight. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, I, um, I, I mean, I'm just in constant prayer. I mean, con- I've been lifting a lot of weights. Um, I've been. I mean, I'm always on supplements, but I really increased some like very specific type of, uh, regiment. Um, I've been as prepared as I can be with whatever I think I need to be prepared with, but it's now at the point where it's just not safe. And I try this is we were talking about God before we started. Like I I love God. Like with every <laughs> fiber of my being, I love God. And I've seen God do massive miracles. In fact, I'll tell you a cool one real quick. On Saturday, this past weekend, <clears throat> the night before I got attacked, I got attacked, which is so funny. Like I usually say I got into almost fought someone, but these people have freaking attacked me. It was nuts. Like craziness so i was already frustrated we go to the pumpkin patch in the farm in the middle of nowhere and half more than half the people have masks on outside at a farm and i'm just like this place is nuts like what has happened to humans humans why don't even they're not human anymore it's like they'll take whatever they'll do whatever like how far will they if someone's been sexually abused and beat like i will never (laughs) ever allow someone to do something against my sovereign will ever fucking again to the very core of my soul i swear <laughs> and i look around these people like there's no even fight there's like yeah what else do you want me to do what else so i just don't understand it so i've it was in the space and we're driving back down to our house and, and we pull into a grocery store parking lot my wife goes in and i have her kids in the car and i'm on twitter and i'm reading through all this stuff and I'm just like, God, I'm, like, I need you. This is now the point where I don't have any more human solution left. My intellect, my ability, my wisdom has kind of run out of like what to do if this scenario happens. I don't know. This is all new territory. And I'm sitting there in the car looking through Twitter and the, the account that I was on or the, just in the feed is this one guy, beautiful black brother. It has a hundred thousand followers here in the Seattle area. And I know he's a freedom loving Patriot in Seattle, which stands out already. And he's a huge following. I think Trump retweeted him one time. Um, really? Yeah. He is a really cool guy. And this car pulls right in front of us and we are far away from the grocery store. And this car pulls right in front of our car. And I'm looking at Twitter. And I look up and I'm like, 
I look down at my phone. Is I look him? back up. I'm like, what the heck? I told my kids, I'm like, kids, hold on real quick. I get out of my car. I was like, hey, brother, is your name James from Twitter? He's like, yeah, man. I was like, bro, not only do I follow you, I'm looking at you right oh, now. Like, I'm looking like, for him too right now. I'm like, his, uh, his name's James. Um, I'll, I'll uh, <laughs> shout out, shout out to brother James awake Patriot 86 is his handle awake Patriot 86. Okay. And so I took a picture with him and he was with another buddy and it was so beautiful because his friend was Iranian, probably, you know, shorter guy, James and myself, and we take a picture and I'm almost six, four James, six foot. The other guy's probably five, five, but black Persian white guy all together, all loving each other, all like, this was the beauty of humanity to me. It's like, we don't care about color. We don't care about, we love freedom, dignity, sovereignty, beauty, virtue, humanity. And it was such a beautiful moment. I had chills and it was like, God saying, I haven't forgotten you. And this is also to, (laughs) in addition to this, the guy said, we don't have the numbers here. You can't, he's like, you got to leave. Or he's like, I don't know if he's, he said, you know, it's just, it's almost complete darkness here where I almost feel like the biblical story of, and anyone listening that doesn't believe the way I believe, I love you and there's no judgment, but there is going to come a time where there will be no light left in, in the Seattle area. And when that day comes where all the light leaves, you will beg for mercy And what does Rorschach say in the Watchmen, the movie? He's like, and all the politicians and all the people will cry out, save us. And I will say no. And Rorschach was the one who brought justice and he didn't even like, this is getting so relevant for this time. I watched it a lot. I didn't get it when it first came out. I was like, this kind of dark and dirty. Like, but now it's like, oh, they made it for this time. This is what they're, you know, this is like foreshadowing dark. Yeah. Anyway, it's crazy. Everything is. They have to tell us, right? Yeah, they have to tell us. And which is interesting to the satanic Bible. When I read the satanic Bible in 2020, so many things made sense of, of um, the philosophical and the strategic way things are operating. So they hate the right-hand path, which they call everyone, Christian, Buddhist, Jew, Hindu, anyone with like moral virtue, essentially they hate, they think morality is a, a facade to control the masses. There is no morality except that, which you seem as you deem, right. That's what the Satanist believes. So they hate the right-hand path. However, they also believe in the karmic law. Of course they they have to tell the truth because they also hate hypocrites. So they though tell the truth and then with their magic veneer it with so much, but they do tell the truth. And so that's the irony that they can say, we told them, you You didn't believe it. You didn't believe it. I told you. Yeah, but and how they tell us is through the minions in Hollywood, MK Ultra, to yeah. just say, I'm gonna present this to you. Okay, well, there you know. So yeah. that's that's their little sidestep of like, we told you so you didn't do anything about it. We told you that this how many pandemic TV yeah. shows, movies have been out? How many like what about the transhuman situation with Transformers yeah. and yeah. uh, you know, 
all the AI and, you know, everything. It's just like, it's all out there. We told you this whole time. Yeah. And now like, here we are and you're doing nothing. Okay. So, but yeah, they, they understand universal law. They yes. will follow universal law. Yeah. But wow. No, I have not read the satanic Bible. That's pretty interesting that you have. Yeah. It's a, it's um right here. It's, One of the things I, I grew up in a really dark, dark, dark home. And I had to learn how they think so I could get out of it. And so I understand. And sometimes I'm like, that's why I was saying, like, am I dipping right now? Because I know the game, like, for instance, this is really dark, but this is a scenario. I'm going to share this just because I don't know. Actually, I don't know. If I got if if someone in my family got harassed, the, the family that I broke away from got harassed by someone, it could be anyone, just don't like them. But let's just take the scenario of someone harasses you for for not wearing a mask. <coughs> they would find out where that person lives discreetly. No one would know. And that person who just thought they were doing their job would come out and dog shit would be all over their windshield the next morning. And they'd look around and no one's there. And they go to work and they'd be like, I had a weird thing happened today. Like there's dog shit all over my windshield. And then the next day they'd come out to their car and there would be dog shit again. And I, this time it gets kind of, you can, then now the fear starting to get created. Like who did this? What is happening? You know, why is this happening? And then the third day when it happens, the person who did it stands a hundred yards away and just looks at the person. And I'm, that's the level of fear and, and control and scariness that I broke away from. But when I share these stories, do you think that person that hassled that family member of mine will ever look at them again? No, not even acknowledge them. They would hassle every other person for the same thing, but would not hassle that family member of mine who would do such a thing. And this is how the Satanist works. Yellowstone. It's exactly that. It's exactly that. That's how the safe, the narcissistic sociopath Satanist thinks. And so when I'm talking to good people, sweet people, kind, gentle, loving hearts, like you don't understand. You have to understand your enemy, like art of war. You have to know exactly what they know. If you're playing checkers on the chessboard, even though the squares look the same, you lose already before you even started, you know? So anyway, I'm talking a lot. I want to hear from you. This is not my monologue. <laughs> no, I, I, what comes to mind is another scene from Yellowstone. I hate that. I'm like, but this, I see pictures, right? So yeah. Yeah. one of the episodes last night was someone's like mess with this girl at a bar who is one of their girl, one of their people. And she's not like a daughter, but she worked with them. And so all the dudes who have the brand from mm -hmm. Yellowstone, like defend her. And then there's a, a, a bar fight and they're all like beat up and whatever. They go back home and then rip <laughs> badass rip, which we'll is wait till you watch it. But yeah, everyone wants rip to be their brother. <laughs> Cause yeah. this guy is not, he doesn't play with nothing, but yeah. so rip, rallies up everybody 
They all got bats. They bring a bull, a bucking bull. They back it up to the door of the bar. They open the door. They let the bull out. So everyone's traumatized by this bucking bull inside this tiny bar. And then everyone who can get out gets out to have a mass amount of people outside with bats to just beat the living crap out of everybody. And yeah, you want to, then, then when this emptied out and everyone's like on the ground bleeding, maybe dying, they go in to the bar owner and they said, you're never going to do this again. The next time anything happens to one of the Yellowstone people that basically, um, you better get your bouncers to, to break it up or call me Mm. and you don't want to call me. So yeah, no one's going to mess with this guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they, I mean, they, the stuff, it's like every episode kind of similar yeah. of just don't mess with my family or you're all going to die. And I mean it <laughs> like yeah. real, it's the mob. Right. So, but yeah, like how do we keep our sovereignty with, I mean, the Bible going back to the Bible, which I know is miss uh interpreted miswritten things taken out but also on the going back to the turn the other cheek thing you know there has to be or they there there was war Mm -hmm. and david stood up for stuff david stood up for goliath he wasn't like oh well whatever Mm -hmm. it's cool i mean they fought over territory and animals and you know there there was war there was times where it got too much and they had to, they got to make a choice to stand up for themselves. Mm. And, you know, it wasn't always like, well, God bless them. I forgive them right. kind of deal. Right. And so, you know, think about Daniel, you know, the Daniel standard. Yeah. Like he wasn't like, okay, I'll take the jab. Yeah. You know, he went into the lion's den. Yeah. Or Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. And they're like, come on, just put your knee on the ground. Like I'm not putting my fucking knee on that ground. Come on, come on, just put your knee on the ground. It's no big deal. We're all doing it. Listen again. I am not fucking. And it wasn't like the knee on that ground. So it's like. And the knee on the ground wasn't going to change their DNA. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So it's like, what is, you know, it's crazy. And I hate that people are feeling like they have to make these choices to survive and to let their children survive, you know, whether like house over the, you know, roof over their heads, you know, literally, you know, their income being cut off, you know, if it's not a choice, if, if you're basically saying, I'm going to take everything away from you until you say yes, that's not a choice. Right. And I've had some people who are, who are on the other side who are, who get in the threads and like talk and they'll go, it's called adulting, make a choice. If you don't like your job, get a different one that doesn't require it. And it's like, and this is like doctors who are, are making those points because they've already got the, you know, got yeah, it. Already got it. So they are like, that's not right for people who have done this their whole life, who've served, whether police officers, military, you know, everybody. Yeah. Or just working at a, a business, but you said, are you, I mean, just for everybody, you're saying that where you are to even have a business license at this point, they're uh, making- it's coming. It's coming. 
it's coming. That was the announcement. Yeah. Or insurance. Um, I was talking to you before this and just for the listeners, um, a certain hospital uh, nationwide is now charging anyone in the family who isn't vaccinated a hundred dollars per person in the family in their check, every check. I don't see how that is legal. Like that's their own choice. They don't work for the company. Right. The, the, you know, the person who is, you know, but everyone else shouldn't be a part of that if they don't even work for them, but you're going to be charged per person in your family, a hundred dollars per person. That's not right. taking it. I that does to me, I mean, and then in Pennsylvania, yeah, they're, they've already taken away the guns. So it's like, how long, how far does this go before everyone is just so angry that, that there's problems. And I mean, yeah, real, real war, real war. And the, um, you know, the American revolution is taught, like we think of uh, not you and I necessarily, but I know it's taught like the revolution, like the winning at the end, like the Americans like declared it and then all of a sudden they won it. And, but the, First thing, though, there's not yet the moral compass that has switched here in this country, but it is going to switch soon. And I feel it in my gut. I feel it in my bones. The moral compass is going to switch. And what ha- what the moral compass was in the American Revolution, all the all the colonists were trying everything. They, everyone was trying everything, everything, everything. But they didn't like that independent spirit of the Americans, so they kept taking more and more. And then they could quarter their troops and in the colonists' homes, well, uh, what, what do you think the troops, those British troops did? Because what did they say in, in Braveheart? He said, if we can't breed, if we can't drive the Scots out, we'll breed them out. Prima Nocta was en- enacted. So what do you think? the? And people are not taught this true history of, of what was actually taking place in the American Revolution prior to the revolution. But what the moral switch was, was the Boston massacre and a 12 year old boy was shot an innocent bystander was shot. And that's when the Patriots eyes went red and it was done. And it took 3% of the population. It was just, all they saw was red. If you were on the wrong side, I don't care if you were been my neighbor for 25 years. I don't care if I've known you, if you're on the wrong side, it doesn't matter at that point. And that's what I was saying. That guy on my podcast, Greg Anderson, who I had on recently, I titled the episode, A Warrior's Warning to America and the World, because he's saying when the moral compass switches, he said, I will have no mercy. Well, and and- who is saying, no, leave us alone. No, leave us alone. Stop, stop, stop stop until we can't say stop anymore. And ironically, this whole thing, and this is why I think these sociopaths are doing a murder suicide because they know they lost. Eventually they lost. They just dark turns to light night turns to day. The pendulum swings back. I mean, eventually they lose and they're going to take everyone with them that they can. That's the murder suicide. And what I, I've been talking about on this podcast for a year now, year and a half, is those of the population that are pro defund the police, pro anti gun, pro you know, you know pro anti gun, but anti gun, 
are going to have to try to call the police when that pendulum swings back. And at that point, even those who are left are only going to protect their families because the pendulum is going to swing back. Only it's coming with the blade of an ax and people are not prepared. No, I mean, um, just there is some truth to the ether and the planets and how it imprints us as individuals when we come in. And I used to think like, Oh, that's just like, Ooh, you know, new age, whatever. But there's actually science as a scientist. I had, I get, I got to look into the actual science of astrology. And um, right now the planets, the way they are, has never, ever, ever been exactly like this except for 1776. There is a true ether yeah. situation where something is happening on the planet and in America specifically for a revolution, um, a, an independence, and uh, I'm tired of being bullied kind yeah. of situation where there will be some sort of fight back. Yes. And um, the other thing is, you know, my husband and I were talking about this because it's like, you know, before, even with like the civil war, there was a clear line, literally yes. of, yeah. like, here's the people who this think this, and here's the people who think that. And there's literally a boundary of going, Oh, you cross over here on this part of the land yep. and you're in this territory. And now you're on this territory. This is different. And I, you know, they've done this on purpose, but um, causing the division, having, you know, businesses be the police of getting things accomplished without them mandating the people they're just saying oh you as a business owner now have to do this or you as a medical leader have to enforce this or you can't whatever so they're using people to enforce instead of then they're like oh well it's not me i mean they're doing it but you know brian and i were talking and it's like so you're at a gas station you can't tell if the guy pumping gas next to you is this guy or that guy. Right. You don't know about your neighbors. Maybe you do, but a lot of people don't even know what side of the fence people are mentally, spiritually with this without like, I mean, I've literally talked to people and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden they were like, Oh yeah, I got, I got it. I got it. I'm just like, Oh, right. and I mean, I talked to a store owner the other day and I was telling him how a couple people just died and I was just dealing with stuff. And, he was like, oh, it's probably because they didn't get vaccinated. And I was like, mm, no, I'm saying they did get vaccinated. And he was like, wait, what? And then he goes to say, like, he's like, well, I got mine and blah, blah, blah. But I've known this guy however long. And he seemed sensible and intelligent and whatever. And it actually surprised me to hear that he had got it. And I wouldn't have known except for he said it. And I'm like, wow. So not that I look at them differently or or kind of a little bit, but you know what I mean? It's like going back to who would you, you know, they're not dressed a certain way. They're not living in a certain place. Although you can kind of see where people are moving. I mean, real estate is completely changing right now. We're in Texas. Literally, if someone says, where's your mask? They're fined $5,000. If they say you have to get the V. Florida. I mean, Florida. Yes. Um, but so there's that. And then there's other places I won't name that are just like yeah, some parts of the country that are insanely, you know, cuckoo. Um, yeah. 
in my opinion, uh, and just super like hardcore. So, but in some of these states, it's kind of like hit or miss. Right. And it's like, I don't know what everyone, so how do you war and you're even in this subdivision or your sub, you know, it's like, who do you, and, and are we organized and what, I don't know what's going to happen. And I know you don't have like a million hours to keep talking and no, I, have, I have another interview okay. too in like five, 10 minutes, but <laughs> that's just something that we've been trying to go like, how does this even work? If, if something, if shots were literally fired and the 13 year old gets hit, yeah. like yeah. who do you know to even, go against and it, you know it reminds me of is going back to what you said with the nazi thing it's like when they start coming into homes mm -hmm. then you're kind of like picked and other people sit by or watch and don't do anything because yeah. they could be dragged out you know it's like versus this whole like if it was civil it'd be like we're all here together you're all there together okay. and there's this big you know you, there's clear lines. These lines are different. This is, they're smart what they're doing. I just don't know what the strategy is on the other side to, to win. Right. The good guys, the, uh, I know you got to go. I just will say this, that as we wrap, we're the only country in human history that 622,000 of their own populace killed each other over a principle. And that principle was slavery. That was the more people died in the civil U.S. Civil War than almost all wars combined. In fact, it was all wars combined until about 10 years ago. But more, this country's DNA is a different DNA. And so these globalists that have infected the people that are, still live here and they're like, oh, we're just, there is a savageness in this country that has been dormant because everyone's been left alone, but it's at the point pretty soon. It's shaken up. Yeah, it's going to get shaken up. Triggered and arising. And, you know, I want to leave on a good note. Yes, please. <laughs> I say leave. I'm not, I'm not leaving, but uh, yeah. For, for now, um, I just encourage everybody who's watching to do everything possible to stay in your sanity by making sure you're doing all the things that you do have control over. Mm -hmm. which is where your mind is at, what you're putting into your body physically, mentally, spiritually, you know, what you're eating, drinking, exercise, fresh air, nature. There's literal code in nature that can change the cells mm -hmm. as well as your physical body and your field. Um, you know, you mentioned exercise and working out. This is like a good time to be doing that as well as, you know, making sure you're getting oxygen um, getting vitamin D supplements yeah. and in the sun, drinking lots of water, um, you know, getting ready physically as far as groceries and what, whatnot. Um, you know, Bob would always talk about when this day came, the way to put where to put your money is into food because groceries are so can be get, they're already skyrocketed in the last two years. Right. Um, you know, make sure you have gas, all that. And then like, what many people are doing, like uh, making sure that you're living and in the lo location where it best suits you for this time. Um, you know, like I said, real estate, 
all over um, real estate people are super busy because people are in the last few years getting to where they feel their need to be. And this is super important right now is to get where you feel best yeah. um, positioned for what's happening. And, um, but yeah, mentally, you know, I'm not saying don't be informed. I'm not saying, you know, get hide under a rock and hope it goes away. That is not an option. I mean, it is an option, but it won't be a good one. Yeah. Right. Um, but, but I also think having the news on nonstop and just sitting around, like getting sucked into that vibration is, is very uh, terrible uh, on many levels too, because when, when you are in stress and, or fear, and you stay into that loop energy of 55, then you're easily manipulated. Um, you trigger over everything or not you personally, but people in general. And I, I, you know, I've had to take a step back and just say, even with my job and doing this and podcasts, uh, interviews, you know, I'm taking every other week to just like be in nature off the grid, off internet and like replenishing and then going back and then, as well as doing all the things, supplement, juicing, working okay. out, you know, ish, um, hyperbaric chamber, mm. uh, infrared sauna, like detoxing physically and also <laughs> supplementing, putting back in and, and hanging out and finding people like you, like that guy just showed up. That yeah. wasn't an accident. He was, it was in your field. Yeah. And then, then that's what my whole book is about. That's the science of miracles is the more we stay in our truth, mm. we actually have the chemistry to support what we're doing. It's only when we compromise, if, if we lie with our life or our words, um, lying is not just, you know, saying something that isn't true. It's you can lie with your life, with your choices. You can be living a lie. And when we live a lie, the, there's 1500 chemicals that saturate the body and saturate the cells. And then we're marinating in that. And those, those chemicals are very bad chemicals. They affect your immunity. It affects, you know, not your immunity, but people, yeah. Yeah. um, it, it affects your metabolism to be able to digest. It affects, um, if you don't digest then you don't digest what's going on either. It's all hand in hand, physical and, and mental and spiritual. It's the it, integration is about mind, body, soul mm. in, as one in truth. But if you think about like Job, he had all this stuff that went on, but in the scripture, it says, but his integrity was his protection. Mm. And when you are in integrity and you hold your character and you hold your sovereignty and you hold your truth, even in the midst of everything, you do have the opposite effect, which chemicals saturate the body, but they're the positive strengthening, like mm -hmm. illuminating chemicals that come and bring strength. You literally have supersonic psychic abilities. You have physical strength to like lift a car off a baby, a burning car off a baby, or to do things that you didn't necessarily know to do because you just get the answers clearly mm -hmm. and, and you have the physical strength and the immunity Right. To be in positioned in love, which is truth. Yes. Love is a person. Truth is a person yes. that is in your DNA. And so what we're doing, if we choose 
to stay in our truth, we will have the backup within the body, mm. within the physiology, within the cells to, to do whatever we're called to and required of in the time. But there are choices along the line Thank to you. help us to, to reinforce those things. So what I'm seeing a lot is, you know, not only suicide, um, but lots of people the last two years, like just completely on drugs that you would never think, or, you know, smoking all day just to deal or drinking like crazy to deal. And those things are not going to help you be positioned to be, to do what's necessary when it's required. Mm. And you will not have the cells to back up that because you're live. That is a living lie. Mm. And so that would be one thing to stay above the snake line, to be in that sovereign spot of, you know what I'm observing. I am not getting emotionally entangled, but I am observing. Uh, I am here. That's wrong. And making choices to say, you won't go past this line. Whether and I don't mean the mob, and maybe, maybe get to that point. But right now, there's things that we could do yeah. that won't involve bloodshed yet. Yeah. And I hope that we're here even longer. But I don't. I'm telling you, they will not. They will push and push mm-hmm. until there's a pushback. Yep. Yep. <sighs> Thank you for coming on. I, you're amazing. I really appreciate you. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, thank you. Yes. Breathe. You. Yeah. I've had to remind myself to breathe. Mm. Breathing deep brings oxygen right away to mm. the physical body and helps immensely mm. right away. But I appreciate you. And mm. I'm sorry that we didn't get to meet up when I was up there. And I know we will. We will. I know. We will too. Somewhere. Yes. And I definitely want to have you back on a panel. I'd, and, love, um, I'd like to have you back on too and actually hear your story. Cause I, it's one of the things I wanted to hear is like, cause your story is fascinating, your background. And so let's just do a, a part two here. Yes. Okay. Um, signed up. I'm okay. there. And where can people find your book? Go to swiftfire.org. Swiftfire. Swift fire, swift as in quick fire.org. And, um, the audio will be announced in the next week or so, but yeah, you can get the hard copy here awesome. and on Amazon and awesome. I'll send you, I'll send it to you. I'll send you that and a couple other things. So when we get off to yeah. send me your, okay. Your, uh, I brought it with me when I came up thinking I was, oh, you. I know we're so but, close. But yeah. Yes. But, um, thanks. Thank you. Yes. Thank you talk soon. All right. Talk soon. Bye. Well, Dr. Charnel, thanks so much for coming on. Blessings to you, sister. I, I love you. I love our conversations and, um, everyone go check out our book. Um, this is the time. This time is unlike any other. And there's many people that are still asleep to this um, Nazi propaganda that's taking place. And that's what it is. The propagandists have always existed and they, they taught us that Nazi was just German, but Nazi is um, identif- identity politics. It's what it is and annihilating people and separating and dividing and conquering, dividing and conquering. And until we all wake up, poked, unpoked, uh, you know, wherever you are, unless you understand that it is we the people versus this satanic, reptilian, narcissistic, sociopathic, propagandist machine, which hates humans, (laughs) 
There's no other way to say it. They hate humanity and they want to keep humanity enslaved to their system until we all band together and say, it is we, the people, the temperature will just continue to rise. So until then, brothers and sisters, I bless you. I send you love. I send you hope and joy and beauty and goodness. Receive this now, receive this now. Um, keep, keep grounding yourself, keep breathing, keep meditating, keep exercising, keep fueling and feeding your body, the nurture, the nutrients that it needs, uh, the nourishment that it needs. And, uh, we're going to get through this together. I'm Lucas Mack. This is the golden rule revolution. And I'll talk to you on the next episode. Thank you, brothers and sisters for listening for support in your journey. Go to my website, lucasmack.com. Mm-hmm.